Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Joseph Juan Walker III, and I want to take a moment and thank all of you for supporting this podcast wherever you are listening from, from around the world. You know that we appreciate you. This is a place where we have serious discussions about leadership, development, exposing you to some of the strategies we believe that can help you get to the next level. Now, if you're a serious leader, you already know that you have to know iron sharpens iron. And that's what we attempt to do here. I want to thank all of you so much. Now, I do encourage you to follow me on social media, Joseph Walker 3. That's where we stay connected. That's where we communicate. And also, I want you to share this podcast with as many people as you can. It is our goal to reach over a million people, and we are trending in that direction, and we need your help. So send the link. Tell somebody to subscribe. It's free, and tell everybody you know. We want to raise up leaders who get it. That's what Next Level Leader is all about. Thank all of you so much. Today, I want to get into a very interesting topic that I believe will help all of us, and the title says it all, How to Boom with Balance. It is important to know the lessons and the strategies that we're giving you are designed for you to be successful, to boom, to really, really blossom. It is important to know that stagnation is the enemy of success. And as you continue to progress in the things that you know are needed, making the necessary adjustments, inevitably your company, your organization is going to boom. When things grow, it's important to manage that growth. I've experienced this on so many levels. When I went to my church in Nashville, Tennessee, 175 members. Today, that ministry has over 33,000 and growing worldwide audience, thousands, hundreds of thousands more. It is a tremendous thing to see. But in the midst of all of that, I had to manage that growth because if you don't manage that growth, you're not going to be able to allow the blessing of the Lord to come upon your life. What's going to happen is you're going to end up in a place of frustration, anxiety, overwhelmed, and what was designed to be a tremendous blessing that you can ultimately become a burden. So there is a, there's some key things you can do to balance yourself while your organization is booming. You can have both. You don't have to boom and sacrifice your happiness, your family. You can boom with balance. Let's talk about that. First of all, you have to embrace the fact that things have changed. This is a shift. The only thing (laughs) that I believe matters is mindset. You understanding the importance and significance of owning the fact that things have changed. When your organization grows, I had to go through that. When the organization grew, I had to accept it. Things have changed. Uh, people could come right into my office when I was in a small church, walk right in because it was like a neighborhood situation. But when it began to grow and grow, it was unrealistic to expect me to just have that open door policy without people setting appointments and et cetera. In other words, still maintaining accessibility, 
but putting systems in place so that it doesn't overwhelm me. You have to shift your mindset in order for the people who are working around you or you're serving and leading. You have to make certain that they accept the fact and embrace it, that things are changing. Systems have to change. Ways of engagement have to change. You can't continue to do business as usual. As your organization grows, your business grows, things happen. You've got to begin to get people in the mindset. It's not like it was 10 years ago, guys. It's not like it was five years ago, guys. We are moving. We have to be more innovative. We have to be more creative. We've got to put systems in place so that this stuff does not overwhelm us. Now, here's the other thing. Make sure your team can match your trajectory. This is a critical point. I talk about this in my book, No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution, about how it's important to have the right people you know, around you where you're going. I talk about cadence and capacity. And sometimes we, we, we have people who have been loyal and faithful and nothing wrong with that. That's amazing, right? But you have to have people that can match your trajectory. What I mean by that is, is that your organization is moving faster and growing faster and you need people that have the capacity to keep up, the people who have the skill sets and et cetera. You can't have people operating in a typewriter generation trying to do a cyber work in the internet space, it's a whole different speed. It's, it's, it's a different perspective. And so you've got to be honest with people about where you're going and the kinds of folks you need around you. When you hire, don't hire for your right now. Hire for your not yet. Hire for where you're trying to take the organization versus hiring for the need that you have right now because you're not certain that those people who you're connecting in your organization have the capacity to move in the trajectory that you're going. I've seen this happen on so many occasions. You've got people and you keep shifting them around the office, moving them from one position to another position because you're loyal to them and they're loyal to you. The problem is you know that the organization has outgrown their abilities. And it's a sad thing to watch. And it's important to be honest with people and to make certain that your team is either trained, uh, developed, or that you shift new people in and be honest with people who need to depart so that you can maintain a level of effectiveness because if you do not, then a poor staff creates a poor product, poor end result, because people just cannot keep up. That's a hard conversation to have, but it's a necessary conversation to have. The third thing I want to share with you is that make sure everything evolves around your faith and your family. <sighs> I make this statement so often, never sacrifice your family on the altar of your ministry, your career, etc. At the very core of what you are doing, whatever your job, whatever your field is, your faith, your relationship with God, and your relationship with your family need to be at the very center of it all. If you find yourself working so much that now you're not having time to pray, not having time to go to church, watch church online, not having time for your family, your time is being squeezed out, it is not healthy growth. You're not booming correctly. You have to create a climate and a culture where everybody around you understands those things are important to you because those are the things that feed you and allow you to become a better leader. Your faith in God, the word of God that you're under, that gives you perspective and increases your faith. It helps you make wise decisions. You need that. Your family support, keeping you grounded. You need that. So without those things in your life, you run the risk of just being out here, moving around, without any accountability, without any structure. And ultimately, that's why people crash because they've allowed the business or the career to overwhelm them 
that they've lost sight of their relationship with God as well as their family. So you got to make sure when you're scheduling things, when you are creating things, make sure it evolves around those two areas. That is so important. Can you imagine how much better your life would be if you would say, you know what, I could do that. I could go to brunch with you, but I have to go to brunch on Sunday after church versus, oh yeah, I'll go to brunch and you know, whatever church, I'll get to that later. No, my life evolves around these tenets. Very successful people, they don't compromise faith and family. They don't compromise faith and family. They are consistent. Even the gangsters do that. You may remember that movie, American Gangster, and uh, Denzel Washington played that role so well. But if you noticed, two things that were always present in that movie, pay attention to it. He went to church, <laughs> took his mom to church. That was important. And he stayed with his family, kept meeting with his family, spending time. Isn't that interesting? Even in that dysfunction, even in that carnality, they understand that. Here you are, person who says you love God, you know, you're doing legitimate things, and yet you're just all over the place. And man, I hadn't gotten time to even watch the service online because I've been so busy. I mean, you're not going to be successful because you're not, you don't have the proper balance. You are out of order, out of alignment. And this is a wake-up call for you to make certain that everything evolves around family and around faith. Now, here's the next thing. <laughs> don't let your schedule control you. You can't be a slave to your schedule. Now, what I do in my own life, I have a briefing. My team sends me a weekly briefing. They let me know all the different things that are going to happen. And the reason I do that is because that allows me to plan my week mentally and spiritually and look at where I have to go logistically. But I don't let that schedule control me. I control it. I make determinations and I pre-briefing calls about what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do. You have to be clear about that. You got to be clear that you can't do everything. You can't boil the ocean. You've got to own this and have time for yourself, building yourself up spiritually and physically and emotionally. You can't just go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And we feel like just being busy makes us successful because, boy, things are booming. I got to just stay on top of it. I got to stay on top of it. And all of a sudden, you're crashing. You got to protect that asset. We talked about that a few podcasts ago. You got to protect you. And that is a critical piece of this puzzle. But listen, here's the deal. Now, I'm going to say this. This is going to sound so simple, but it's so true. Don't cancel your vacation. I don't care what anybody says. Don't cancel your vacation. You work hard. You should play hard. If you're going to have balance, you're going to have to take a vacation. I had to learn this the hard way. I was so consumed with the work. I felt like Oh, if I go on vacation, the people, you know, they're not going to come to church and things are going to go down, et cetera, et cetera. And what God had to show me in a very clear way, and I knew it intuitively, but he showed it to me emphatically that this is his church and that this ministry would go on with or without me. It is important to understand it is his ministry. So we got to make sure we take care of ourselves. So now, you know, I've learned during this pandemic how people will support their ministry because they love it. Because if you pour into people, you pour into people that you lead and they are mature enough, they can sustain even without your presence sometimes because you have to go and refuel, reignite. So stop feeling guilty about taking a vacation. You need that downtime. You need that refreshing. You need to get you together. Listen to me. This is so incredibly important. And I'm telling you, when you do that, amazing things begin to happen. Because you're able to build yourself back up. You're able to hear God clear, man, to see, get greater perspective. It's nothing like it, you know, just slowing down. You know, I look forward to vacations now. I look forward. I try to take them, you know, at least once a quarter. 
every three months. I try to get away from me, get away with my wife, get away with my kids. We do these things because it is important to retreat. Jesus did this. You know, he got away apart from the disciples. You've got to have a break. And uh, that's important. So don't let nothing. I don't care what's going on. You got to build an organization where people can make do without your presence and stop feeling that just because something came up, oh boy, I got to cancel my vacation and go back. No, do your vacation. Here's the other thing. You got to stay faithful in your core values as you grow bigger. Your core values are the thing that sustain your growth. You can't lose sight of that. You can't lose sight of that. You know, I learned this in ministry, discipleship and prayer, evangelism. These are core values of church, right? This is what we do. Word of God. We have this acronym word, you know, worship, outreach, relationship, discipleship. Those are core values for us. The fact is, even though we've grown and moved in innovation and technology, at the very core, what we do is always tied to the word of God being clear, outreach being a part of who we are, giving and blessing people, relationships, community, and that kind of thing. And then discipleship, making disciples to Jesus Christ. That is important. Never change those core values. Just because your organization is growing and moving, you're like, well, maybe we ought to change who we are. No, your organization is growing because of the DNA, because of the core values that you've established. I mean, if you shift those core values and become something that you're not, people who have come alongside you will be disappointed. And if not disillusioned, they certainly will disconnect. So it is incredibly important that you make certain that you hold true to those core values because they do matter. They mean something. And so I want to encourage you to do that because it is, <laughs> it is like incredibly important uh, that you don't lose sight of that. And then here's the deal. The end goal of your effort should be efficiency. The end goal should be efficiency, meaning that I want to be more effective and efficient. I want to streamline what I do. A part of booming with balance is taking out all the red tape, you know, moving all the logistical stuff out of the way, making things simpler, making it simpler for people to engage, making it simpler for you and your team to interact. You got to take all the clutter and all the bureaucracy out of it because it's important to focus on efficiency. That's what we're doing now. If you notice, organizations and businesses are pivoting to make it where it's easier to order food, pick up food. It's easier to go and get this or that because why? People realize that you've got to be efficient. And in your organization, if it takes too long for people to get what they need from you, they will go and get it from somewhere else. Focus on efficiency. Don't waste time on all the other things that have no meaning to producing the fruit. Produce the fruit, be effective because you are efficient in what you do. Train people around you to be efficient. Give timelines. We respond in 24 hours to emails. We respond to calls. We do these things. You got to build that team like that. You got to pour into that team. And as a leader, if you don't pour that spirit into your team, then it won't happen. They just won't get it because these things sometimes are not just organically inside of people. They, they're, they're drilled into them by the leader. They, they are things that are imparted. And that's why it's so important. God wants you to boom with balance. I want to see you grow. And I want to see it healthy. You know, I tell people all the time, all growth is not real growth. Sometimes it's swelling. And wherever there's swelling, there's often an infection because you're not balanced because it's growing, quote unquote, swelling, quote unquote. But the reason it's causing too much stress, too much hemorrhaging in your life. And so you've got to make sure that you are very intentional about booming with balance. And I'm hoping that as you heard this today, 
You're able to make some redactions. You're able to clean some things up and say, you know what? I really need to wrap my mind around that first principle. And I'll say it again. We've got to embrace the fact that things have changed. And I've got to get a new cadence. I've got to get a new crew. I've got to make sure the crew I have has the capacitor to handle where I'm going, what's happening with this organization, because you can't put old wine in new wine skins. You get it? You got to have the right people in place. And so that's why this is so important. So I want you to really, really lock in on that. And I want you to be effective because guess what? You can be successful and boom, but there are a lot of people doing it every single day. And they're going home at the end of their day, enjoying their family, enjoying their kids, shutting it down, getting back up the next day, doing it big, shutting it down at the end of the day, booming with balance, booming with balance, booming with balance. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I hope this has been a tremendous blessing for you. And it has been my blessing to share with you. And I want you to continue to be the leader that God has called you to become. And I certainly thank God for all of you, wherever you are around the world. And I want you to follow me, Joseph Walker 3, Instagram. Also get my book, uh, Leadership and Loneliness. And I want you to also check it out. Uh, get it on Amazon or Joseph Walker 3. But as you come to Joseph Walker 3, there are other books that I've written. I hope you can get your hand on any one of them. I promise you it'll be a tremendous blessing for you and yours. I appreciate you so much. And uh, I thank God for you. And share this with as many people as you can. We're trying to reach a million people. And we're going to do it with your help. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. And until next time, I truly, truly appreciate you. You be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.